Hello and welcome to the Pickup WNBA podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Niker. And I'm your other host, Freddie Rivas. What's up? And this is episode 70. 70. 70, baby. Uh, We are in the off season officially. And we have been blessed once again by watching the Aces celebrate back to back Mm -hmm. championships. So many highlights from yeah, the, they're really good at it from the post game presser being taken over to the parade. But Freddie, we gotta talk about Usher. I we know gotta was, talk yeah. about Usher. That was a, so yeah, Asia yeah. Wilson, you know, willed it into existence, you know, just like she did another championship and finals MVP, I'm sure, yes. you know called out usher said we need to see you he did not make it to the parade but he did invite them to a performance of his las vegas show and really gave them the kiki palmer treatment Mm -hmm. you know this is every girl's fantasy now it's like once we saw you know what kiki palmer got over the summer even though it cost her her relationship we don't care you know what? That's a night with Usher. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and step forward and raise my hand. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So why don't you explain <laughs> the Kiki Palmer scenario to me? You don't know what that... happened with Kiki Palmer this I have summer? No, I have no idea. Oh, okay, okay. So so so, so she I'm an alien went who just came to the earth explain to me what's going on. <laughs> so she went to Usher's show in the summer and was serenaded by him. And it looked fantastic. She looked fantastic. She wore a dress that was maybe to some a bit revealing, according to her boyfriend or now her ex-boyfriend. Okay, I know about that, yes. Yeah, he got really jealous um, about, you know, how she was being with Usher, the flirtatiousness of it all. Um, and then, and then I think they did, I believe they did break up over it eventually. Like at first they were trying to, you know, patch it up, but I believe they broke up and, you know, it was just, he was being controlling and not cool. Yeah. This, and this is Darius Jackson. That's right. Okay. There you go. Look at you Googling as I explain things to you. you. Know I, mean? and, I, re- uh, I remember that. Cause I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So it started at the Usher concert. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. Okay. This all started at the Usher concert. <laughs> and I think as women, you know, not that I speak on behalf of all women who like Usher, but mm-hmm. in this moment, I believe women who like Usher, who saw the, what I'm referring to as the Kiki Palmer treatment, they want that for themselves. So it's no surprise to me that Asia Wilson would want to celebrate yes. this momentous occasion with that very style of Mm -hmm. performance and he did he did a very similar thing like he came out she was pretty much sitting in the exact same spot or this like you know vip row where the celebrities go to be serenaded by usher and she's there and he serenades her and it's all cute and then they went on stage and and then they were twerking and stuff i saw that well sorry i saw all of this i just didn't know there was like this big kiki palmer lead up so it's well, like a, I mean, she, like her making it viral is, I think, what made the show like I think it was huge for Usher 
in that this moment going viral was like really big for a show. Now, maybe because they're based in Vegas, I'm sure they already knew Usher was there, but those clips going viral kind of gave everyone an idea of what could be in store if you were VIP mm-hmm. at a show. Right. Then mission accomplished. But yeah. So that's shit. what I'm saying. Like she wanted the Kiki Palmer treatment. And I will say, you can see in the video that she, like, like Usher's serenading Asia, but Asia knows every single line. Like she's singing right back to him. Yeah. Yeah. She's a real fan. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if there's more to this 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 moment but uh i i have some moments please go ahead from a celebration so uh i mean a lot happened on the weekend and then also like a lot was said and for me one one of the, the, the there's a good article about it and one of the funny moments is um is uh uh chelsea gray saying that she shouldn't be walking in you know, like she's been told not to like walk around so much on her inner boot and she's just doing it anyways. Like, (laughs) so that's good. Um, Becky on stage was, I I forget what she was fined for, but she was counting her money in front of everyone, like counting the, the, the amount of money that she, and then she got fined. No, she, she already was fined. I forget exactly for what, um, but she was counting them like basically. Oh, like, I didn't see that she got she, fined. She was like showing off that like a she's got money and b, you know, sort of like the fine's worth it. So she was like literally in front of a crowd, like like counting like hundred dollar bills or whatever. And wow, I don't know. That's just a really like kind of badass gangster thing to do. So yes, it is. Uh, also, uh, Sydney Colson really took over these oh celebrations yes. in a pretty big way. Like. She uh, only played in game four, I believe. And then, and then really took over and was like, you thought there were no dogs on this team and blah, blah, blah. And then the, and then the twerking. And then she kept twerking. She's been twerking everywhere. She's been twerking for like a whole week. It's great. And, and was it okay? I'm trying, I'm trying to look. I, I feel like Sydney Colson, there was a clip I saw, like, I think she was on some late night thing. Oh, was she? Yeah. Like it, it wasn't, I don't know what it was like but it was like a talk show where they were like interviewing her and she was See, like they're, they're celebrating so much we can barely keep up yeah it's it's they're they're really making the rounds and i think to me a fun part of this i mean you have to be we touched on all year but is you know a team is particularly deadly when they are the best team they're dominant but they sort of find a way to spin the narrative that they're somehow the underdog Right. Like this is a super team that is like people doubted us. And it's like straight up, no one doubted you. Yeah. We all thought you were gonna win. And this is <laughs> you know what I mean? It's this perceived like it's like no one thought we could do it. It's like everyone thought you could do it. Yeah. But that to me, like I've seen that in other champions before. Like those types of teams are, you know, that's that's how you have a killer instinct, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you build mm-hmm. these demons and then you destroy them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I agree because they they find their motivation. Yeah. Right. Um. We also, you know, we had uh, another um, uh, Kelsey Plum um cigar moment, but it's not as iconic. Okay. I, as I don't, last year, I don't think I saw that. See, this is my point. I think I think it's like you can't recreate a moment. 
You know, I think I, I, I saw a lot of side-by-side photos on social media. Felt like people were just trying to recreate the iconic photo from last year. But really, it's like you just got to do something new. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still fun. Don't get me wrong. It was still really, really fun. Also, the way she kind of like charged into the presser with the boom box was really great. Yeah. So I, I think that. that's a continued thing that still remains really fun. The cigar thing is still fun. Don't get me wrong. It just the actual image captured wasn't like as epic as all I'm saying. Right. Right. Please keep smoking cigars. Yes, Tell definitely. Ne- never stop smoking cigars. Um, yeah, it's just like it, you know, there's there's a lot of good stuff. Like I'm trying trying to find another moment. I was I was looking at like it wasn't it was a oh yeah Sydney Colson like so there was some relation to. Um, you know, kind of referencing the taunt from Liberty Guard, uh, Sabrina Ionescu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the night night thing. There was like the, yeah, there was, that was a, like at least a part of it. Um, But yeah, I mean, shout out to the Aces. They deserve this. They are really celebrating very, very hard. And I hope the rest of the league's pissed off. Yeah, I agree. I hope so too. Uh, That's a great way to put it. Uh, let's move on and talk a little bit about expansion. There's been some developing news yeah. and that is, uh, Portland is, uh, officially out of the running mm-hmm. for an expansion team. We yeah, were, this is a big deal. yeah, we were led to believe a few weeks ago that, uh, you know, San Francisco, obviously that's official. They have their team and that Portland was right behind, but, uh, according to, uh, CBS port sports and the Oregonian, um nice the talks have uh thank you talks have collapsed officially uh the league citing planned renovations to the moda center as key issues uh as well there was uncertainty regarding a practice facility for the team which would have begun playing in 2025 so those are the main issues um for reasons why these talks have collapsed so now it looks like the league might be on its search again for a second expansion team. Um, the expansion fee remains $50 million. Uh, Freddie, you had a list of some of the cities that were now in the running. Yeah, right. Well, you know. Uh, oh, I we- see it here. It's uh, it's Denver, Philly, Charlotte, Nashville, and Nashville. Kind of yeah. some interesting choices there. Um, what do you make of all of this, Freddie? Well, yeah, I mean two things uh one is yeah search is back open so if you're one of those cities uh and you were disappointed and you know you you think you have a chance like that's you obviously feel for portland um but you know if you're yeah denver philly charlotte or nashville you're sort of excited by this opportunity and i think the league has been pretty clear they don't want an uneven amount of teams. So mm-hmm. that sort of brings me to the other point, which is this doesn't look great for the league. Mm. And in that, I, I, I feel like the fact that it's sort of, you, you know, Golden State or, you know, San Francisco makes so much sense. They have so much money. You know, everything's sort of like nice and tidy. And, you know, we can talk about how their ownership is going to potentially rival uh, you know, Liberty and Aces ownership groups. But then it kind of puts them in this place where they have to choose another team. 
And I know Denver is on this list, but I heard that Denver also had dropped out of the running. So what, what mm. I think you really don't want is, is like not a lot of competition for this. You don't want there to be like, like, like the, the W shouldn't be like, I guess we'll choose from these three places and hopefully they're good. Like, I think what it's more attractive if you have, yeah, whatever, like 10 cities that are desperate for a WNBA team. And it's like a big prize. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, you know, I think on the flip side though, I, I appreciate that the league is holding firm on the quality of arena that they need a team to be Me in yeah. And, yeah. and including a practice facility, mm -hmm. right? Cause we have teams like, like the Chicago sky who are like practicing out of like a community center or something. Right. Yeah. And it's just like, they don't want to have more franchises that are in that scenario. Right. Like Candace Parker, when she went to the aces was like, this is the first time I'm having a locker room. Like that's crazy. So mm -hmm. I appreciate the league keeping the bar high and that it's about more than just the price tag. Right. Yeah. So, so I think that part of it is really good. And, you know, I agree. They don't want to have an uneven number of teams, but I think they would rather have an uneven number of teams than to um, open up shop somewhere, somewhere else. And then it doesn't work out. And then it collapses again. Cause this, <laughs> this league has too many failed franchises in it. Right. Like, yeah, I think that's the main thing is they, they don't want to be in a scenario where a team that's not ready to compete. Like they don't want to bring in a team where the ownership group is. Yeah, know, I mean, uh, like, you know, like, like if you look at nervous this, like, about spending, right? Yeah, like Denver, Philly, Charlotte and Nashville. None of those seem like particularly like large markets. Yeah, I mean. But I, maybe N Nashville surprises me, but you know, I think Denver, they have all sort of like they, they're Denver and Philly have like all they have, you know, they, they each have four sports teams. So in that sense, they have a lot of like, kind of like professional tradition. Yeah. In yeah. Sports. Nashville does have uh NHL team, but it, to me, it's, it's, it's really about the groups, right? Because you, you know, you, you look at a team like yeah. Connecticut groups. Yeah, the ownership group. Sorry, yeah. The like you look at a team like a like you know like a Connecticut, and it's sort of they're not really referred to as one of these franchises that is not handled well. Like they're they're no, not, they are handled very well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like so, even though they're it's a small place, things are kind of neat and tidy. I'm so, actually like a huge fan of the WNBA having teams not in NBA cities. I think I agree. I think you know what I mean? A, like, yeah. the, like the way like like Seattle's held it down mm -hmm. since the NBA left Seattle. You know, we look at Vegas, we look at Connecticut. It's like these are like solid franchises. And 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 Vegas, right? You know, I think like uh, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, Vegas um, and, and Connecticut. I think there's a value to not being like the little sister, right? Yes, that's exactly where I'm going, which kind of like Nashville kind of intrigues me for that reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I hope that it gets sorted out sooner rather than later. And 
whatever group comes together is is more than willing to pay the fifty million dollars because yeah. really that's not a lot of commitment when you think about a professional organization. Yeah, like I also thought like maybe like Austin, Texas would be a great spot, you know, stuff like that. But you know, I, I will say, you know, I do feel really bad for the Portland fans. Yeah, who really wanted this because we went through this as Toronto fans where like we felt like we were so close to getting a team and then it didn't pan out and that like they were even closer than we were. So, you know, there's definitely some disappointed fans out in that area. So shout out to you. (laughs) You can be heartbroken with us. Um, But yeah, really, really curious to see where the league is going to uh, swerve from here that's for sure swerve is a good sort of description of what is happening because i think this this was set up and it seemed like a not a foregone conclusion in the way that san francisco did but it did seem like a thing that was going to happen Mm. hey you know me and you were thinking of portland uh names right (laughs) As Mm -hmm. as as a joke on the show so uh my i will also say for anyone that any any of our oregonians um this sucks i'm sorry i'm sorry for your loss yeah yeah i agree um let's do some very very early free agency talk just for fun yeah there's a there's a lot of people on on the list how many was it was it like 30 freddie you said something like 30 yeah this is a really really this is a an athletic article um, sort of profiling all of the uh, 24 w- I've counted. Sorry, okay, yeah. I, just got, I just scrolled to the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, uh, a free agent article um, on the athletic that's profiling all of the major uh, free agents uh, in tiers. Um, and they're, they're generally, generally dealing with unrestricted free agents. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of sort of potential movement here. There's some, I would say, nominal free agents, but I'm, I'm wondering if there's anyone that, uh, that yeah, like who, who's your person that, that you're really kind of keeping an eye on? Yeah, I mean, we're not going to go through all of them right now. No, I mean, we yeah. have between now and January to to do that. But no, we got someone, someone that strikes me as very significant and intriguing is Skylar Diggins-Smith. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's been with the Mercury for a really long time, but things have not gone over well with her and the Mercury during this season. Um, you know, she's been on mat leave and she's been kind of vocal on Twitter about not being happy with this team. So it definitely looks like she is on the move mm-hmm. and she's a great guard. Um, her 2022 stats were averaging just under 20 points a game, 5.5 assists and four rebounds. She would be an incredible asset to any team that can afford her. I mean, I would love to see, I mean, I don't know. I mean, curious to see who's going to go after her. Maybe the Connecticut sun will go after her to try and form their own super team, so to speak, in order to, uh, compete with the liberty and the aces because they feel like they're sort of on the cusp right now you know uh i'm not sure who else would go after her you know if she would warrant i don't know if she would be a max salary maybe somewhere yeah. a bit under that but she she could help a lot of teams she could help a lot of teams you know phoenix looks like you know i assume they'll bring back reiner mm-hmm. um 
but they feel like they're kind of in this weird transitional period right now. I don't anticipate her going back and super, super curious to see where Skylar Diggins Smith is going to go. She's the one I've got my eye on for sure. Yeah. She, I think is the number one choice for this. Um, and you know, tweeted as much, right. She said that I can't, I'm excited to play. What'd she say? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to top this effort with my new team. So that's right. That basically she's made. Yeah. She's let it be. If if you're tweeting that you're going to be on a new team, I mean, you know, uh, so I think there's, there's a, there's a lot of sort of interesting players here, but, uh, you know, I think Skyler's the choice, but two uh, I'll touch on is um, uh, Deladon. I, I think Deladon is in this weird place where uh, obviously, you know, she struggled with a lot of injuries in her career, um, but, you know, she did make the all-star team. Um, and and I think Washington is in, is in a, I don't know. I, 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 I kind of can't see her going back to Washington. I feel like she's the type of player that, is going to want to go deep in the playoffs, be in a situation where she can take games off. Um, you know, like it's not the same, but almost similar to Candace Parker, right? Where you can go to a really good team and you can put them over the top and they can look incredible with you. And the pressure's not really on you. Like, could you right. imagine if, if the Liberty found a way to bring in Deladon? You know, that'd be insane. Um, they'd be too big. They're too big. Yeah. Um, but you know, to, yeah. I think I think the sun too, right? Maybe maybe Daladon's like, I'm gonna play for the sun. Um, and then the the other one is uh is Natasha Cloud, also uh, a mystic, and I think Cloud got like that huge praise um, in Brooklyn, um, and you know, is kind of seeming like she might be at a different place in her career and wanting to compete as well. So, yeah, I mean, you, yeah. that's super interesting. Cause I mean, she's been with the mystics since her whole, not her whole career. I I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Here, I, I, I mean, yeah. I also feel like, I don't know if the Liberty or the sun need a player like Deladon. I maybe like, maybe the links would be interested in Deladon. I, I'm not sure. The, um, the, the links and the wings have come up a bunch in this kind of free agency discussion yeah. as teams that are like, okay, wait, they actually could retool pretty quick. Yeah. Well, sorry, sorry. The wings are on their way up, but I think my links were, I did have a good year, but obviously they don't have enough talent. So if they have a couple right. nice, they did exceed yeah. expectations. So, yeah, I mean, I could see them, you know, being very interesting uh, in January. Yeah, lo- lots to look forward to. And I'll just mention two other, uh, two other minor, but and, and yeah, just double checking. Um, uh, she has been with Washington her whole career. Okay, um, great. But two other minor players that I thought was a like a really sort of interesting footnote. And again, I'm sure we will be talking about this as the prioritization rules are going to ramp up for next year, but. This this last line here kind of shocked me a bit. Uh, so I'll read it to you. Uh, both Gabby Williams, which we, you know, I've talked about before, um, but uh, and and Marina uh, Johannes are free agents. Williams is unrestricted and Johannes is a uh, reserve player. And they both are on this list because there's a really good chance that because of the prioritization uh, rules, will not play in the W next year. 
So you wow. think about like how much of an impact uh, Johannes had, right? Um, you know, on the Liberty and that could be a really, really big loss and an interesting story if if she is one of those players that is is affected by the prioritization prioritization rule. Um, right. obviously, obviously we'll see, but I just wanted to throw that in there. No, for sure. That's um that's definitely something we'll be uh looking out for uh in the coming months. Um Freddie, we also wanted to uh wait, are we are we on Freddie's fun question? <gasps> I think <laughs> oh wow okay that's i think that's the most excited you've ever been for my freddy's fun question. i think we are yeah freddy it is time and for this your one's a good fun one. question um okay so i think it's 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 weird when it's not necessarily basketball related but i do think one of the biggest items uh like news items of the last uh you know week and a half for the W uh, is the partnership with uh, Kim K. Um, so uh, Kim Kardashian has partnered with the NBA and the WNBA um, with, I think it's called Kim Skims. So um, yeah, it's going to just a brand partnership thing with underwear. Uh, and that got me thinking me and you, right? Let's say we're big time <laughs> celebs. We get tapped. It's like, Hey, we want to do a brand thing, a clothing, you know, uh brand swap like so i want to know what 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 is katherine nikers um what's your brand what are you what kind of clothing are you bringing to the to the w uh and then i also have my answer okay so first of all like i'm not a kim kardashian fan like at all like i was really like rolling my i mean like look like the WNBA needs to make money yeah and, and she's I'm a not, money maker right and she's a money maker so like it is what it is but i was like oh like i'm just not a kardashians person okay uh, so i i don't anticipate myself buying the official underwear of the WNBA. Just okay so you're protesting this whole thing from the i back. i'm not you know whatever fine make money i guess uh okay so two things for me one it's not like my own product per se, but something I would certainly like to help design and endorse. And I've talked about this many times on the podcast. And that is the Jersey dress. I want a Jersey dress. I want them to come back. I want to be able to wear a Jersey dress to a WNBA game. It's summertime. I'm always wearing a long summer dress. It it would be perfect. So as a celebrity endorser, I would model, happily model the Jersey dress, but that would be a collaboration. My own product, this is going to smell, <laughs> what? Sorry, just the way that you're like, but that would be a collaboration. Let's not get carried away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not my, and you know what I mean? But like, I think like this is going to, I don't know if this is like the best idea. You're going to have a better idea, Freddie. But it's like. Not. I, no, but like I no, like I so so something about me is like you know I'm tall, I'm five foot ten, and and as a woman in this world, mm-hmm. it's not always easy for me to find like pants that are long enough. I always have to get tall girl pants because okay. my legs are long, and it's a whole thing. And then like growing up, I would I what I started to do because my pants were never long enough. I just never had like anyway. So then I started wearing fun socks. 
and I'm really big on having fun socks. I do not wear a pair of plain black or plain white socks that that doesn't exist in my wardrobe for me at all. It's always a funky pattern design, blah, blah, blah. And if I were an athlete, I would always have a fun sock to go with my shoes. So for me, it's it's the fun socks. And then I'd be like, like like sexy like <laughs> like you know just the like just the socks sorry what was that noise again? socks <laughs> and then just the socks <laughs> and like my undies and i'd be like oh look at me oh you know and that's how i do it well yeah i mean i, I I'll, I'll go ahead and say you think we're gonna have a better answer honestly no competition <laughs> like both of your answers <laughs> Uh, I could model it with the jersey dress. I am a master at pairing sneakers with dresses and having an appropriate sock. That um, sounds crazy, but no, I, no, I, I believe pull it you. Off. Like you, you know what off. you know. Like I trust your confidence level. Like when you are wow, sure you. that you you can't do something, or you're sure that you can do something, it's like you're grounded. You know, you don't <laughs> you, you don't step out on a ledge. I know, I know, Catherine. You know, it's like. <laughs> You know, you know what you can do. You know what you can't do. Amazing. Um, unlike me, unlike me. Um, but that's why we do this, right? Uh, yeah, uh, that's why we're a good team. So, um, I'll just go ahead and say it, and uh, the name says it all: Freddie's fingerless gloves. Let's go. <laughs> that's so stupid. It is. Um, <laughs> I see. I told you mine was way worse, but because it's like summertime. Here's my angle. Can you think of a more meaningless thing? <laughs> that's that's the angle. And it, honestly, it's like sometimes when you do something that's so overtly dumb, it can catch on. So, right, that's true. When do they come in use? I don't know. When you're smoking or texting? I don't know. They're they're just not really. Yeah, uh, but they have the gloves now for smartphones. Yeah, but mine's I'm going straight back, fingerless gloves. Um, and I guess since we're doing the model thing, picture there's me. like there's the cute leather motorcycle fingerless gloves, right? So there's some we could so do like that's like stuff. a fashion accessory just for fashion's sake. So but yeah, here here's my model scenario. Picture this. We're in the desert. I'm oh, no. there. There's a motorcycle. I'm wearing fingerless gloves. Mm -hmm. That's it. I'm buck Are you naked. riding the motorcycle? I'm riding the motorcycle buck naked. Just fingerless gloves. Yeah. There's like a trail of sand behind the official, me. The official gloves of the... And then it's just the official <laughs> gloves of the WNBA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's No me. sense. It's me. Someone... I guess in this scenario, I'm known. So I don't know what I'm known for, but somehow I'm pulling this off. Um, and then, yeah, you know, we can just, we can do a campaign. Like, you know what it uh, kind of reminds <laughs> me of this, this reference ages me a bit, but uh, Dennis Rodman, when he released his, his memoir, mm -hmm. he posed naked on a motorcycle with just basketballs. <laughs> yes. Like, oh right. Covering him covertly. So it kind of reminds me of that. <laughs> Yeah, and he's but also you... ripped and very athletic, and I am not. <laughs> um, so, but 
Listen. But if we, but we would be if we were celebrities. Yeah, I'd, I'd work out for a bit. You know what I mean? Like show. I'd have a chef, I'd have a, a personal sure. trainer, nutritionist. Uh, la, la. Sorry, can, I'm appreciating uh, the la, noises. La. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll get need. I don't know what's happened to me. I did old lady Pilates before we recorded this, and now there's different sound effects happening. That's all I can say. Um, well. I'm proud of you. The old lady Pilates are fantastic. <laughs> really enjoying this class. And and here I am Googling Dennis Rodman nude motorcycle. <laughs> um, it's a good Google. It's a good yeah, Google. It, it was is. a really great photo. It's memorable. Um, all yeah, right. Great. Let's. Uh, Bad let's... as I want to be. Hmm. Ah, that's what it's called. I yeah. believe he was on Oprah. And I believe that's where I saw it because I grew up watching Oprah, which I've also mentioned on this podcast many times. I mean, yeah. Oprah. Weekdays, four o'clock. Yeah. I'm every woman. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Let's end it there. Uh, thank you all again so much for for listening. And uh, hey, shout out to Shay Serrano, who uh, shouted us out yes, on Twitter. That, that was really, really cool. Really big Shay. deal. We really appreciated that so much. And it's nice to see uh more and more people discovering the podcast and and supporting us and it, and it means a lot so thank you all again for listening you can follow us at the pickup WNBA pod on all your social medias and uh we'll be back in two weeks and see uh you know catch you up with the with the latest in the w let's do it thank thanks you. everyone bye peace